You are now listening to the Life in Football podcast. Check out the new website, lifeinfootball.com. Once again, the website is lifeinfootball.com. Thanks for listening. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Feet. And this your coach, Colin Moore. You know, we loving life and enjoying football. Top-notch coaches all around the world. Top, top-notch coaches all around the world. Today, we got Coach Jackie Robinson on for Allen University. Yes, so Carolina, baby, throw it up. Now, he's coaching right now. He's doing a great job. He's the offensive coordinator at Allen University. And it's a program that's on the rise, y'all. And they're doing some major things over there. And this is a coach who's going to help all of his players be not just to the best of their ability successful in football, but in life as well. And I just got to say, I'm so happy we got him on. But without further ado, I'm going to let Simo bring him on. How you doing, coach? Hey, man, I'm doing great, man. How you guys doing today? Great, coach. It's a blessing to have you on. I want to get right into it with you. So, coach. You big time. You y'all offense was five power this season. But before I even get there, I want to know when did you know that you wanted to coach football? Because I always tell Mike all the time, like, look, man, the coaches who I know can be a, just take it off the top and make an offense look real good. The coaches I done seen, they either play wide receiver or quarterback because they they so in tune with the plays. And then they came from a system that was already good. So now they just implement it once they become coaches. And then they got their own things to it. But I just want to hear, you know, what made you get into coaching? You know, you, it's funny you asked that question. I've been asked a lot of questions. Never been asked that one and uh, in that manner. And uh, so, you know, I actually knew I wanted to go into coaching probably when I was about four years old. I grew up in the country. And so, you, you know, when you grow up in the country, you go outside and you play all day. And I didn't have many neighbors. And so I would go outside and, and take the football around and just play football against myself. I would run down the, the side of the house and uh, tackle myself. And then I would always think about, man, when I get to school, I'm going to pick this guy, that guy to be on my team because I think they could be great players with me. And uh, so I was always thinking like a coach in terms of strategy and players and how to move pieces together. I grew up, you know, a fan of checkers, and I always loved playing that against my father, and so I always looked at football like a game of checkers where you're just always moving pieces together. And so my brain was just always wired to kind of move people and athletes in that manner uh, from a very early age. And so I've been blessed, you know, to play football at a lot of different levels, Uh, played wide receiver, and so that that does kind of help when you're looking at the overall scheme of things because you're seeing the field from a, a full view 
And so it just helps me be able to call plays from a high high level. Now, Coach, you told me one time before that you and Coach Willie Simmons was on the same squad at Clemson, man. I got to hear about that. And did you know then that he had the coaching in him too? Absolutely. Uh, Willie and I, great friends. Uh, he was my quarterback uh, for a couple of years over at Clemson. And he definitely had the mind. In fact, there were a few guys on that staff. We all had coaching-type minds. Uh, Willie Simmons, Jeff Scott, who's at USF, and Tony Elliott, we all uh, were there at the same time. And so you can tell all of us had that mind frame, that, that mindset to uh, kind of put guys in position to be successful on the football field and off. And so not a surprise to me the job that he's done or, or – Jeff Scott or Tony Elliott as well. We've all kind of kind of been groomed uh, from past coaches, and in particular the coaches that we had over at Clemson University. Coach, I got to ask my favorite question, and i like to hear how it was for different people, you know, like their backstory, how it was for you growing up, and who helped you to become the person that you are today? Like I said earlier, um, I grew up in the country. So growing up in the country is is different. You know, everybody on my street was related. And so they helped develop me. My cousin in particular, Brian Robinson, he he definitely helped me as far as my early development from a, a player standpoint. He was about 10 years older than me. And so listening to what coaching he was getting, that helped kind of shape me and make me hungry uh, for the game of football. And you know, I can't be remiss without saying all of my coaches really had a huge impact on who I am as a player or was as a player and as a coach today. But, uh, you know, I think studying the game, I like to look at players uh, such as Herschel Walker, Bo Jackson. I love their stories growing up. Uh, Herschel Walker not really being big in the weights, doing a lot of push-ups and sit-ups. You know, I just kind of believed in hard work. Uh, not really having all the tools and resources that you need. I thought that that could help me as a player. And I, I, I believe today, even in, as a coach, you know, you may not have all the tools and resources that you need as a coach sometimes. But if you got enough, I think, you know, I applied that from things that I learned just from Herschel Walker and reading his story that you have enough as long as you got a will and a heart to win. You put it together the best way that you can and you find a way to make it happen. Now, Coach, I got to ask you this now. When I was looking up stuff on you, man, every time I'm trying to type something in, put something in, the legendary Jackie Robinson kept popping up, and which it should, but I just got to know how it was for you growing up with the same name as the legendary baseball player Jackie Robinson, and are you some kin to him? So if I had a penny, for every time I've been asked that question, we wouldn't be on the phone right now. I'll be sitting there next to Bill Gates right now. I've, I'm asked that literally probably five to ten times a day. Whenever I say my name, it's the first question. So I'm not surprised. Uh, growing up, believe it or not, there was a guy that I went to school with, same grade. He had the exact same name as me. So we always got confusion because they were always asking, which Jackie Robinson are you talking about? But obviously, because I play sports, uh, I'm always being referenced to him. And, you know, he was a great man, a pioneer. I didn't understand the fact that my coaches in Little League was always trying to give me the number 42. 
until I got in high school. And I was like, okay, that's why when I had 46 that year, they were upset. Uh, because it, it just, I didn't know the history until I got a little bit older, but you know, it's an honor. Um, you know, with that is comes great expectation. And so I try to do my best to represent that name. And you asked me if I'm any kin, uh, if you're asking me, am I related to Jackie Robinson? I will always say yes, because my father is Jackie Robinson. But if you're talking about that Jackie Robinson, which I know you are, uh, that played for the Brooklyn Dodgers, no, I'm not any kin to him. Not that I know of, but uh, it's an honor to have that name and uh, just glad that I've been able to represent it as best of my abilities at this point. Coach, how do you be? How do you feel when you out there watching the guys run the plays just how you want to? You you called it. You see the quarterback drop back. You see the wide receiver them burnt the DB. You like throw it, throw it, and boom, he let it go and hit it. And you like, boy, that's just how I called it. Like, how does that feel being on that end of it? You sounded just like me when I <laughs> I can see it before it happened, and I'm like, throw it. You know, because my anticipation is just like that. And uh, when it comes together and it happens just the way you draw it up and when you watch the film and you're saying, hey, we see that this safety is going to do this whenever he sees this. This is the keys. This is where his eyes are reading. You know, when I see those things and I, I like to to do it in game as well, because I, I like to see what keys linebackers uh, safeties are doing in game and make those adjustments. But when it happens, it's poetry in motion. And uh, I get excited. You'll see a smile on my face. You may see me run down the sideline before the ball is even thrown. And as the ball is being thrown, I'm trying to run to catch up to the receiver so I can push him down into the end zone because I know it's going to be wide open and it's going to be a huge play. So uh, I'm, I'm excited, you know, whenever that happens and just really proud and happy for the guys for executing it because I can call it all day long, but it takes those players uh, buying in and, and making it happen. And uh, I, I consider myself a player's coach. So sometimes the players may say, hey, coach, I know I can do this. And if I see it with them and we come in communication and agreement on it, we're going to make it happen. And when it happens, it's just poetry in motion. Yeah, I like that. I like that, coach. You Lately, I've been reading just I've been getting into my reading because I want more knowledge, more understanding, which I know I got to ask God for that as well. But you got the books with information in it. So I just been reading and reading and. What do you actually go about to get more information to make your offense even better? Do, do you read or do you just go back and look at plays and see how you can tweak it? Or you check out some of the NFL coaches or any coaches around the country from high school and up? Or how do you go about just getting making yourself better and better as you go? Uh, that's a great question. And, um, you know, honestly, I think all of the things that you just named are great ways to get better. And that's actually what I do. Uh, I can watch a play on the NFL and I'm like, man, I like that concept. How can I mirror that concept into our terminology, our philosophy and our personnel? Um, do the same thing with high school players and coaches that I may watch on film. If it's a play design that I like, I'm like, how can, how can I? do the same thing with our players, our personnel. Uh, definitely like to talk to a lot of coaches and ask them what they're doing. If it's just a little tweak here, a little tweak there. Um, what are your splits? What are your, you know, what's your alignment? What's your thought process on this play design? You know, I, I definitely reach out to a number of people that I respect uh, who I know have coached at a high level, but I think you kind of have to put all those things together to continue to grow and to continue to learn because 
one thing about football, I've been coaching over 15 years, about 17 years to be exact. And the things that I did 15 years ago, you know, I may still be doing it to some degree, but it's had a lot of adjustments, a lot of seasoning, kind of like gumbo. You you kind of add things to the pot and, and you grow and expand to be able to make it a much better dish. And uh, that's what I've been able to do over time. And uh, I think that I got to continue to learn and stretch myself in order to be a better coach because the game does evolve, players evolve. And I think you got to always put yourself in a position where you're giving your players the most success that they can have on the field at one given time. Now, Coach, I remember back in the day, and this kind of going to go towards the question I'm going to ask, Florida State was a pretty big deal back then. Florida State was how Clemson is now, and Alabama now. But to be honest, I remember Clemson bowling pretty hard back then. Woodrow Dancer running out the backfield, throwing the ball. Then you had young uh, Kevin Young. I think it's Kevin Young, blood receiver, jumping over everybody, Gardner jumping over everybody, catching them balls. And I saw a team that was amazing. And to be honest with you, see, I grew up where Willie Simmons from, Quincy, Florida. So I saw him. In high school, tearing up the scene, throwing the ball everywhere, looking like an all-pro quarterback, but he was in high school. And that really, furthermore, made me pay more attention to Clemson. But I really didn't have to try that hard because y'all was all across the national TV. And now to see you guys out here coaching and doing y'all thing, actually me and Seymour, we was at the South Florida versus FAMU game you know, seeing your two former teammates coach against each other. And I want to know, with that being said, how did you end up choosing to go to Clemson and how was your experience there? Well, I'll probably work this question backwards. Uh, so my, the way I got to Clemson, honestly, it boiled down to my position coach who recruited me, who I am a great friend of today. I uh, love him to death, Coach Rick Stockstill. He, you know, he's from that Jacksonville area. He played at Florida State. And so that kind of ties all in together there. But uh, he recruited me hard. And, you know, he was always the type of coach that was a player's coach and, and loved his players. And so that drew me to, to make that final decision ultimately to go to Clemson. And watching Willie and all those guys who I played with coaching, you know, gives me great pride and honor in knowing that, you know, I was playing with guys who have a great passion for the game, a great mind for the game, and I can always call on them to ask them questions, which I've, I've reached out to Willie. Um, I've reached out to Tony uh, over the last few years since I've taken over at Allen just to kind of pick their brains in order to help put our guys in a position to be better. Um, there's a lot of similarities in the schemes that we run, and so being able to pick up on any little tip that they can give me to maybe, so that I can adjust and put our players in a better position I think has been great. Um, and then to answer your other part of your question there, uh, you know, playing with Woody Dancer as a childhood friend of mine, we played from Little League growing up. Uh, we were able to put together some pretty good uh, teams back at Clemson. I think the best team that we had was we got up to number three in the country. In fact, I think we started off like 8-0 and we ran into Florida State, who was a buzzsaw back then. They were always just uh, – uh, superpower they were Alabama and Clemson of the early 2000s and you know playing against those guys it made you better but they were on another level 
I mean, you you walk into Dope Campbell Stadium back in the early 2000s when, you know, the late Bobby Bowden, uh, God rest his soul, great man. I got to meet him, um, who was obviously the the head coach or the, the father of our head coach, Tommy Bowden. Uh, he had some really, really good teams, and those teams were just dominant. But walking into Dope Campbell, that was, you know, that was an atmosphere like no other. I mean, it was intimidating. It was all the things that you dreamed about with college football and, you know, playing in those kind of environments. And it kind of laid the foundation to what Clemson aspired to be and wanted to be and became uh, over time. You know, obviously with Coach Tommy Bowden, he laid that foundation uh, to get us to that to that level. Uh, Rick Stott still being on that staff for over 20 years, he helped to lay that foundation of what the program was to be. And then when Rick Stock still left, uh, in fact, when I graduated, Rick Stock still left and became a offensive coordinator, I believe, East Carolina. And then now he's currently the head coach at uh, Middle Tennessee State. But that laid the, the foundation for Dabo Sweeney to come in and, and replace uh, his position. Uh, and Dabo came in that year and, and became the wide receiver coach. So all of those dominoes had to take effect in order for Coach Sweeney to get there and then for Clemson to become Clemson. And you never know when there's coaching moves who's the domino that's going to allow one program to rise and one program to fall. And that was the kind of the domino that took place that allowed coach Sweeney to come in and then take Clemson to the next level. All right, coach. And this is my last question. Give any recruit or probably a parent or even a high school coach information that can help them get in contact with you guys. Just say if they have an interest in, want to continue to play college football and may want to, you know, play at a school like Allen University, what's the best way for them to get in contact with you guys or do they need to come to any camps or just any help for information that could help out any recruit? Our head coach, uh, Teddy Keaton, he is our main recruiter uh, and our main point of contact for any young man that wants to be a part of our program. Uh, he has uh, been in the coaching industry for a very long time, a great man, a player's coach. He's going to love on you. Uh, you can reach out to him on Twitter. You can reach out to him, go to the university webpage. You can also find me there as well. If you go to Allen University's webpage and you can reach out to either one of us. Uh, we also have a, a tremendous amount of other uh, coaches who are on staff who can help you with that. But the main point of contact, I would say, would be Teddy Keaton and just going on the Allen University uh, website page and you can find my contact as well as coach Keaton and Tommy Brown's contact information and Tommy Brown is the assistant head coach who's also uh, the one point of contact for any recruit that's interested in Allen University well y'all heard it right here man that's Allen University you got big time coaches up there coach Keaton coach Brown coach Robinson and they doing some big time things up there and I gotta thank coach Jackie Robinson again for coming on and sharing this beautiful story and this great message that he achieved with his other teammates success they was once in college all at one time and now all of them out here doing some great things man God have blessings for all you young men and everybody who don't just play football. He got blessings for us all. We just don't know when it's going to fall in the, in the lap or when it's just going to come to you. That, that idea, that uh, 
job you waiting on. Success is right around the corner, baby, and you better stay on track, and you're going to mess around and be like Coach Jackie Robinson, the offensive coordinator at a university out here doing big things and changing lives. And I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down, or else you're going to fall to the ground. It's the Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time. Try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football.